Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 222 of What a Beautiful Podcast. I'm your host, Jack. And I am your other host, Andy. Welcome back to What a Beautiful Podcast. It's a show on the internet about comics and other stuff. How's it going, Jack? Oh, it's going good. It's it's fucking windy outside so if you hear something screaming it's not it's not a person it's just the wind i live in a in a jack, windy building <laughs> jack is just um he's taking whatever skeletons he's got on the floor and shoving them right into the closet is what is happening here oh yeah just scooping them up with his snow shovels oh, nothing to see here, nothing to see here. so sorry so sorry I had to see that's that. what jack just said is something that somebody who definitely didn't commit a crime would say just yeah, that's the that's the if I did it of what a beautiful podcast. <laughs> oh God! All right, check your check check the news for any sort of weird <laughs> happenings in the northern New Jersey area. And yeah. uh... <laughs> I promise I'm not like the Chesapeake Ripper or anything. Although now because of this podcast, I will now also be implicated in whatever charges come across Jack. So yeah, you're an, you're an accessory or. At the very least complicit oh god fucking damn it anyway <laughs> you're welcome anyway this is a show not about uh jack admitting to any uh felonies he's committed but about comic books and as i said other things as well but this week it's just comics it's that's, pure comics that's, like, all, that's all we got it eyes over heavens eyes under heaven eyes over heaven feels sort of just like a weird dream we had like for a week <laughs> like that was such a blip mm-hmm. it's like yeah we did look at that huh yeah mm. that shit is not normal no uh <laughs> you know what else isn't normal outlaw man oh god all right so this week we're, we're we dug really deep into the the well <laughs> of mm-hmm. Iraqi works that we have not covered on this show before. And we really thought we we got through all of yeah. them, but it turns out there's two things we haven't covered. One of them is Outlaw Man, which we will be reading today, and the other mm-hmm. is, what was it, the Oingo Boingo Brothers <laughs> yeah. Adventure? The Oingo Boingo Brothers Adventure, which is uh, the Klasky Cuspo-ass Lucky Land manga that um, Boingo... Or Oingo, I always forget which is which, uh, used to make predictions in part three. Um, and it's like a retelling of their arc in part three. And we'll look at it. It's, yeah. It'll probably just be silly fun. Like, Araki's art style for that, I don't think he's replicated ever, which is neat. He kind of just, like, let yeah, it go Yeah, it was just a real one-off wild. thing. Yeah. Yeah. I Thinking back on it, you'd think that would have showed up in something else, but no. Nope. No. Yeah. But the other thing, Outlaw Man, that we will be covering today is a bit of a weird thing. Uh, You know, we've been operating under the assumption that uh, Poker Under Arms, which we covered a long time ago. Years, I think we did. Yeah, yeah, years. uh, We were under the assumption that that was the first uh, work that Iraqi. Or at least his it's considered his debut work, and that yeah, still you seems always to, see Poker Under Arms as debut. That seems to be the genuine general consensus. There is some speculation that this 
which, funny enough, is another Western-themed uh, one-shot comic. Yeah, I was going to bring up, like, Rocky has a hard-on for Westerns. I mean, you know, Jotaro, you know, good, bad, and the ugly, Jotaro, the Western stuff Clint, always... Pe- like, yeah, Clint Eastwood, and then just yeah. Steel Ball Run. It's like, ah, oh, here it is. I finally yeah. get to write it. <laughs> so, a lot of Western influences, like, I would say, like, JoJo is like a... a, a amalgamation of horror western and high fashion all at the same time (laughs) all his three favorite things horror westerns and high fashion Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so it's always interesting to see that iraqi did write some just like pure western stuff at one point so Mm -hmm. at this point it's hard to tell if outlaw man came before poker under arms i mean if you look at it the the art like looks like considerably worse it looks like a sketch pad i can't even really explain it uh it looks like something you might have made in kid pics yeah it's just you could i mean jack you just searched outlaw man on manga decks right that's how you found how you found it yeah and it's got one one scan by no group so like this someone dug this out of a hole we um according to the jojo wiki this was included in a uh the 1982 one of the editions of shonen jump but it was also in like the tankobon for gorgeous irene uh which collected this and like poker under arms so the dates get a little screwy yeah Um, there's some speculation that this was in fact uh written before poker under arms but it definitely wasn't published until after poker under arms so yeah this might have honestly been kind of like a just a, a prototype maybe and but I, th- funny, I think that's fair you know what's weird is that i read Araki's book you know the manga theory and practice book uh, yeah from Andy front Bundy to back jury. front to back cover and he mentions all of this shit poker under arms gorgeous irene uh magic boy bt like all of it but he never mentioned this yeah if it was mentioned in there like we would have looked it up but right i would have said what the fuck is outlaw man and i would have checked it out but i did not hear this until jack just like dumped it on me last episode and i was like oh so i guess there is stuff we haven't covered yet so completionist sake for completionist sake rather we're gonna take a look at this uh 36 page one shot real Mm -hmm. quick and uh, just uh, just you know, just Google it real quick and, and read along with us. And from the first page, I, I don't even know where to begin with this cover page. We got oh. a, a guy, a dead guy hanging. We got um, guns. Jonathan Rocky. Joestar with his hair down. <laughs> yeah, like Jonathan Joestar, like grown out, big eyebrows. The the guy screaming is the one that gets me. Just like oh, and we oh. got fucking Char Aznable down here in a fucking raccoon hat <laughs> holding what wait that's not how a scope works that's not how a scope works as long as the guy i just noticed that iraqi has never seen a scope before he just heard word on the street that a scope is a they thing that lets him there see yeah. further but was... he, instead of it being a magnifying glass, he just made it a really long tube that you look through. <laughs> <laughs> this is fantastic. Out of the gate. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the whole and the whole thing has this, like, sort of... What if you were using a Sharpie that was running out of ink? 
Yeah, I mean, that might have something to do with the scans, but the the draftsmanship here is pretty fucking rough, mm-hmm. uh, which is fine. You know, this is so it's early, fine. and it's, yeah, it's, it's, we're not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, like, trying to shit on him or, or anything. It's, it's mostly just because it's interesting how mm-hmm. crudely drawn this is from someone who would this go on, someone who, years ago. yeah. So how crudely drawn it is from someone who would go on to have some of the most like meticulously crafted manga mm-hmm. in the Shonen Jump universe, I would say. As mm-hmm. far as just like the overall draftsmanship goes, it's it's like Steelball Run and Jajolian are so meticulously drawn. I mean, yeah. if you've listened to the show with us, like earlier JoJo parts, we would take take the piss out of some of the paneling and stuff, but. In Steel Ball Run, we really couldn't find much to joke no. about. It's... There's a couple off-model faces here and there. Like, yeah. one time Gyro's arm was weird. But, like, otherwise, very clean. Mm-hmm. Um, but this... This hits opened... a little different. <laughs> this yeah, is this built is... different. <laughs> yeah, you, we need a nice chaser after this. Mm-hmm. Um, so we so have without... this cover page. Yeah. yeah, so without further ado, we get some really weirdly weird animals we got a snake ah, it's like a snake trying to eat this bird yeah they they kind of it's they have a classic a cartoon dust cloud fight and the snake falls to the ground and the bird just flies off and the bird uh, flies off over to our main character on a horse um horse doesn't look too bad it's a horse it's but, it's a horse and he drives yeah. by this guy you know hanging dead yeah it's kind of like just, the beginning of pirates of the caribbean yeah he just <laughs> rides past him um who i'm gonna be narrator coon okay uh, the horseman was wounded in the right hand blood was still flowing jonathan joestar whips around and uh, looks at this hanging man Pulls out his fucking gun. Mm-hmm. Well, hi there. How's it hanging? Oh, oh God. Oh, God. Kill me. <laughs> Kill me. I was, I was sitting on that one ever since I ever since last week. I was like, oh, yes. Is this guy, like, having problems? Is he, he he's talking to a fucking corpse. <laughs> mm, or is it? Ha, <laughs> ha, ha. Hiding a revolver behind your back trying to shoot me? You better throw it under your feet. Move or you'll become a real corpse. An ambush isn't a bad idea, but there's only one set of footprints on the ground. If you were lynched, then there'd be more there'd be a lot more footprints left, so alas. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, this guy is has not has been faking it this entire time. We gotta like Jojo eye catch here. Like, that could just come from Phantom Blood right there. Yeah. Uh, I would love to know how this guy isn't dead. Oh, I see. There's another rope going yeah, into his shirt. We, mm-hmm. We, yeah. yeah. It's not... His weight isn't on his neck. Mm-hmm. Uh, bursts out from his shirt holding a gun. Uh, does a pretty sick-looking bicycle kick to avoid getting shot. Uh, these action lines are very, very thick, and it's kind of hard to follow. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> this one disembodied like triangle panel with the gunman's face, like <laughs> it's like that panel of Superman that I showed you a long time ago. <laughs> Superman for all all seasons, right? Yep. Oh, I I read that and I actually liked it a lot. 
Oh no, I, I it's funny because like I, I that panel was such a meme and I never really looked into it until later in life and like apparently it's like a really, really great comic. It's just the yeah, art style is very um Oh different Norman Rockwell, I guess. Yeah, Norman as Rockwell. <laughs> Norm- anyway. Yeah. Uh Guy avoids getting shot, falls to the ground. Damn it! Ugh. He disappeared? Looks to the horizon. The gunman is already uh, ridden off on his horse. He's already there. Uh, I heard shots. 45th caliber. That's not how. 45 caliber. That wasn't the toothless. That idiot screwed up. So this is this uh, the hanging guy's team. And they were all in ambush to like get someone who would come by to like check out the, the hanging man. First time I'm seeing this pursuit from ahead. I gotta get away. This can't go on for too long. Oh, here's here's just, like, exposition. <laughs> like, not even drawings. Yeah, it's just literally just a paragraph. <clears throat> Usually, pursuers chase their victim, but when pursuing from ahead, they come from the front. For this, you need knowledge of the area where the pursuit is taking place and to keep in touch with the people coming from behind. In the prairies, shots and imitations of animals are used as signals, but this time the pursuers are using a different kind of signal, which went unnoticed. Shot my hand with a rifle and are chasing me from ahead. Who are these people? Um... (laughs) Okay, this is a punch. Okay, okay. I genuinely... It looks like he's floating in the air. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'm I'm sorry, Iraqi sensei. I respect you a lot. (laughs) Yeah, this is literally like one and a half times older than us. Yeah, I'm going to be very mean, but I have absolutely no ground to stand on. So don't don't ever think that I think that I'm better than this. (laughs) Oh, not at all. This is very fun. Yeah. Um, the guy who was hanged gets punched to the ground by his comrades. <coughs> What's up with you guys? You want even less teeth? You were supposed to get ahead of them. No one was talking about an ambush. Uh, no one asked you. Now it'll be impossible to catch him. I, I thought it'd work. If I didn't shoot his hand, he'd off you. Maybe the runt wanted all the bounty for himself. Uh, <laughs> screw him. Let's go ahead. We don't need you anymore. Blow off. Blow off. <laughs> I'll, I'll voice this, like, very... The shaded one. <laughs> the guy that's, like, just flat black. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the toothless guy gets spat on and then the Char Aznable looking motherfucker just throws a knife into his gut. Yeah, cause this guy tried to pull a gun on him and yes. I, this, this just, what is happening here? That's it, asshole. <laughs> this is self-defense. And they just leave the guy to die in, in the prairie. Back to Jonathan Joestar. They're still after me. Okay, Jack. Um, oh, he's God. horse strafing. He's horse strafing. Oh, no. Uh, he's doing a steel ball run maneuver, like strafing down a mountain uh, on a rocky outcropping. Wonderful. I won't leave tracks on the rocks. And Iraqi just really trying his best to, to convey this horse jumping onto these rocks. Yeah, uh, four-legged horse jump. Uh, this... <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. This... 
you know what a, what panel I'm about to send you though. Oh no. This is uh <laughs> oh, Okay. All right. I'm I'll surprise you with it. We see yeah, the horse hopping up and down this mountainside. Um oh, the horse still looks pretty good. Like the yeah. horse for drawing a horse which is infamously rough, like good job. Here here's the panel I like. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, I knew it. It's it's the panel of him screaming. Yeah. <laughs> and also, Leafs. like, these backgrounds are extremely detailed to the point that it's, like, difficult Hard. to look at. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of crosshatching going on in these leaves and trees and, like, the water lines. Um, but then he just jump, he jumps over this cliff and the background is just white. This won't hurt. I'll leave no tracks or smell if I go through the river. This is, like, something that would appear in, like, an outdoors men's magazine from the 1960s. <laughs> like, the beauty of nature. Mm-hmm. The untamed prairie. Oh, Don't... my God. His horse's name is Cameron. <laughs> is, is, is this better than the monkey named Martin? <laughs> I think they're on par. <laughs> Oh, all right. So, based on our knowledge of Iraqi as a human being, do you think that this is a Ferris Bueller's Day Off reference? Oh my God, it is. <laughs> Wait, when did Ferris Bueller come out? Ah, oh, shit. I don't know. You gotta look it up real quick. Oh no, 1986. This predates- ah, <laughs> this predates Ferris Bueller's Day Off. No, dude. Famous Camerons. <laughs> um. But yeah, the horse the horse's name is Cameron. Alright, and, and just so just so everybody knows, if you haven't read any of these older Rocky stuff, he, he literally just like puts names of directors on t shirts and signs and like, I think it's Cameron Crow. Okay. The guy who did uh did Fast Times at Richmond High. Okay. Um I feel like that was this is in um Oh, that was 82. What? Who's a, who's an earlier Cameron? Fuck. Maybe he just... Maybe he actually just decided to name this horse Cameron for no reason. <laughs> oh, this is gonna haunt me to my dying day. Oh, God. Anyway, the mm-hmm. horse jumps over the rocks. Great job. And now, let's put them back in place. So, covering up his tracks so this gang weed can't find him. Mm-hmm. Um... <sighs> Wait, this is also uh, cars bouncing back and forth on those rocks. Remember? Oh, God. That's this. Oh, God. That's where he he cut his teeth. Anyway. (laughs) Look, he went east. Dust shaking off the leaves here. This twig was broken recently, too. Look for where the sludge has moved. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my god, dude! <laughs> okay, All right. when, whenever this episode goes up, it has to be accompanied by, like, one or two or all of these panels. Cause, <laughs> Am like, I just gonna spam Twitter with all of these panels? <laughs> we could, because, like, who... Do you think the casual JoJo fan, like, knows anything about this? And, like, that's not a dig. It's, it's like... It's like, why would you know anything about this? We only know about this because Jack was digging for other stuff that we need to cover. That's the only reason yeah, we found this. Yeah, I was this. looking at Rohan shit. 
And I was like, what? what's outlaw, man? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so the guy lifts up a rock and is thrilled about this because he found a hoof print. Mm-hmm. You you can't completely erase your tracks. They'll only disappear when he's dead. We get a couple panels of desert. Just, mm-hmm. just remind you where we are. We got him. Let's show him how good Pinkerton detectives are. Oh, okay. Oh, these guys are Pinkertons. Oh, God. Okay. Come on. <laughs> look, anyone at home, look up the Pinkertons. They're a fucking bunch of union-busting uh, murderers, more or less. Yeah. Yeah, they're just, they're basically vigilantes. Government-sanctioned mercs. Mm-hmm. Uh, the man in the fur hat had a special five-shot rifle with a scope that shifted to the left for better gunpowder ignition. Firing range, about 700 meters. That's all gotta be made up, right? That, that's that gotta be complete nonsense. <laughs> yeah, this does not look like a five-shot rifle. It's like, <laughs> I don't, it's, oh. Yeah, he, he made it up to sound cool. Let's go okay. with that. This is weird. What? I didn't lose them after all? Russell, oh. Russell, Russell. Glint. <laughs> oh, no. This is Scope Glint. <laughs> Hang on. Hang on. Cut, oh, God. Cutting, cutting this. This is, this. this is too much. <laughs> <laughs> Did you think, like, when we started this, it would be like this? Because I sure didn't. No, I don't know what I don't know what is happening. <laughs> uh, yeah, Char Aznable in the raccoon hat shoots. Um, oh, Cameron! Oh no, Cameron! No, oh, Cameron! Why did you have to shoot Cameron? Oh my God, Cameron, uh, Cam- dude! Cameron takes most of the shots. <sighs> Damn it! This skunk noticed us because of the birds. But we got his horse. We can't get away now. Let's chase him down. Oh. Cameron. I can't show myself. The Pinkertons advance. Um, Oh, no, dude. And then he has to put Cameron out of his misery. Oh, this is... This is the most brutal animal death in all of, like, JoJo anything. What And he misses three times. He has to shoot his horse four times. Oh, my God. Brutal. Okay, moving on. <laughs> yeah. There's lots of rocks here. Look for his tracks. What's that? Oh, check this out. He's got a limp in his right foot. That means he has a bullet in his right side. Looks like we got him after all. He must be terrified. Let's get him. Let's get him. Uh, Jonathan Joestar is staggering. He's been gut shot also. It's either me or them. I'm alone. It won't be easy by myself. But I know for sure that there's no one but me. I gotta do something. He's close! His steps have gotten shorter. Get off your horses! Let's go! Uh, huh? Rushing down uh, where he's posted up. Huh? They're getting closer. Closer and closer now. It's win or lose. <laughs> this, what is this fucking try attack they got going on? <laughs> Jet stream attack. Yeah, jet stream attack. <laughs> He's there. They just unload into this bush. <laughs> yeah. Nice. We got him. No. Oh. Th- this is a trap. And it was a rabbit rustling in the bush, but they have just revealed their position to Jonathan Joestar and scrambled to hide from him. 
So he unloads on this rock, throws a gun away, grabs another one, and continues to shoot at this rock. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa, dude! Like, he's ricocheting his bullets off of the rock. Oh, no fucking way is that what he's doing. Yeah, he is. Turn the page. Oh, my God, dude. (laughs) He just shot these guys, like, behind a rock by reflecting his bullets off of this boulder. And stone cold. Like, this panel of him shooting with both hands is actually pretty sick. Um, Ricochet. Get him. Get him. After him! <laughs> but uh, his friends are his friends are dead. This mm-hmm. is the guy because uh, the Sharazable guy and the guy that was just shaded in flat black shot through the head. The last one is kind of like a like a Kurt Russell looking motherfucker is alive. He is an outlaw. Wherever he goes, pursuers soon follow. The tracks left can never be fully erased. He knows that. He has no goal, no benefit. He's always on the run. He is a lone outlaw. Outlaw oh, man. The yeah. end. <laughs> what is this like little emblem? It's like a like a woman in thigh highs upside down. <laughs> this probably came from the Irene Tanko Bond, so that might be like Oh Irene. yeah, Maybe. okay. I, like I can only imagine. Oh, we got afterwards. Oh shit! Just thinking about like reading Glorious Irene, which is just if you've never read Glorious Irene, it's Iraqi at his horniest and most uncomfortable, and then you read all that, and then you get this. <laughs> oh man, I don't uh, recommend Glorious Irene. <laughs> I I I'm glad for it because it it means I have a vest that I painted kick him on, and I <laughs> fucking. Mwah, mwah. Uh, okay, I'm, a- Andy did the bulk of that, so I'm going to read this uh, Iraqi afterward, which actually has some pretty cool info in it. Yeah. About early works. I'll try to remember what thoughts and feelings I had when drawing my short early works. In December of 1980, I debuted as a mangaka. Back then, I believed that every story should incite thrill and tension in the reader. I had a lot of favorite mangakas, but I learned a lot from Mitsutero Yokoyama, creative, creator of Babel 2, and Sampai Shirato, creator of Kamoi Gaiden. Don't know either of those. Nope. I won't explain the characteristics of their style, but I'll say that they perfected the so-called technique of suspense. Their works keep the readers on their toes to the very end. I must study this technique well. Before I was 20, I just read stories and manga and watched movies. You don't fucking say. Wow, I can't (laughs) believe it. Araki has seen movies. (laughs) But now I understand that many of my favorite works use the technique of suspense. I must learn this technique as well. This is definitely how I wanted to write my own works. And another thing, my own style. To be honest, back then I had no idea what was my style. (laughs) Professional mangakas always have their own style. You begin to read and you immediately realize, yep, this is that particular artist. And I didn't know how to give my work something special. I had a feeling I was searching for a needle in a haystack. Start drawing in your own style and someone will say, this is kind of ugly. Start drawing with effort and someone will say, you're copying someone else. Jesus Christ, for oh you. <laughs> this is real. <laughs> Picasso's art can be recognized at first glance, and that's amazing. During that period, I drew the following works. Poker Under Arms. My debut work. I drew it thinking that the reader must want to finish it. Yeah, Poker Under Arms is good. And didn't drop it midway. 
I wanted that so much. During that time, a short manga must have had 31 pages or less, otherwise it wouldn't be published. Initially, I drew 100 pages, then redrew and fitted into 31 pages, corrected some things, and sent it to the publisher. Afterwards, I got the Tezuka Award. It takes place at the Wild West because I loved Clint Eastwood. <laughs> God, at least he's honest. <laughs> yeah. Say hello to Virginia. Back then, This is I that be- space one. We yeah, did the- read this. Yeah, we did read it. It was strange. Didn't feel like a Rocky. Mm-hmm. Back then, I believe that a secret room is the height of suspense. I thought that it's the chess piece that will move the characters in the story. Nah. Outlaw Man, a work that was never published because the original was lost. So, hmm. Yeah, so the, uh, yeah, the yeah. reprint is the only thing that exists. Yeah, I guess I guess it must have been published somewhere then before this Tankabon. Yeah, the maybe that old Shonen Jump like. They just lost it. They lost the... I mean, he clearly sent it off somewhere because he said he got an award for it, so there must have been some kind of copy lying around somewhere. Uh, he got the award for uh, Poker Under Arms. Oh, oh, right. Okay. Yeah, this one, just God knows. Oh, uh, and also, a- another name for Magic Boy BT? How many names does this manga have? Demon <laughs> Boy BT, Magic Boy BT, Cool, cool Shock. Shock. I will <laughs> always go with Cool Shock. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it, man. <laughs> Demon Boy BT, the pilot version of BT. In this story, I planned to show the flip side of Sherlock Holmes, but the editor critiqued me for the Demon Boy in a shonen manga. Psychological thrillers didn't exist back then. Wow. <laughs> wow. wow. Uh, finally, Gorgeous Irene. It took me a long, it took a long time for me to publish this work because I didn't want to write a long story about a fighter girl. It took 12 years for Jolene Cujo to appear in part six. The end. (laughs) Okay. Um. We've done this now. Yeah. Araki's early works are interesting, just so you, you get kind of a feel of what he's really going for as a manga author. And you Archaeological. Yeah, you see it, and it's you see him in his rawest form, and and you know what that that little bit he wrote about like having people say he co- he was copying people is interesting, considering that he just kind of leaned into that really hard, considering the whole uh, considering all the people that say that Jonathan Joestar looks like fucking Kenshiro. Uh, Kenshiro. Yeah, so like that's kind of interesting. He seemed to have been a little um, self conscious about that. Yeah, and then he just, like, went with it until his style developed naturally. Mm-hmm. Which he basically just said, fuck it. Yeah. Yep. I'll do it. Worked out well for him. He is now a, to- a cultural touchstone of an entire nation, so... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Easily. Um, yes, also, that was I think fun. I f- yeah, I think I figured out the Cameron. That, um, Cameron okay. Mitchell. You heard who's that? You know, Cameron Mitchell is a guy who's been in, like, a hundred like movies... TV shows, big B-movie star. If you ever watched Red Letter Media uh, stuff, mm-hmm. like, Cameron Mitchell is in a bunch of those. And oh, okay. I feel like, because uh, he was active from 45 to 2018, so I I would put money on Cameron Mitchell. That's, that's okay. my uh, my bet. But yeah, that was, it's fun dipping into these, like, old Iraqi things. I'm a little sad that we don't have any more, but we can put them to bed. Yep, we 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 have to look at that uh, one go one go thing, but we have pretty much covered everything Rocky has ever made. So <laughs> you can't take that away from us. <laughs> nope. You may say 
Why did you do that? The answer is, I don't fucking know. Because why Because why not? <laughs> the answer is yes. <laughs> anyway, um... Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, where we last left Dragon Ball, Goku was trying to go see God. Because that's just where we're at now. And, um... Got his ass kicked by Mr. Popo. Yeah, Mr. Popo was this genie guy who... He's, like, good friends with God and just lives with him. And Mr. Popo just, like, kicked the living shit out of him in a technique that will pretty much define the entire story progression of Dragon Ball, which is Goku meets Strong Guy. Goku beats Strong Guy. Goku wants to train more, meets someone stronger than him. And uh, if you know that, then you know the entire plot of Dragon Ball. But that's... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's not really what we're here for. The devil's Dragon- in the details. Dragon Ball is not so much plot driven as it is character driven, and that's totally <laughs> it's fine. Goku driven. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's yeah, it's fine. good. I promise. It's oh good. no! Like the last 163 <laughs> chapters have been butter. Like mm-hmm. I don't expect it to get worse. Um, but we open with in uh, chapter 164. Enter God. With Mr. Popo just shit-talking Goku. Mm Mm-hmm. You're weak, mentally and technically. You don't deserve to meet Kami-sama. Go home. What? It's incredible. He's a monster. You thought you were the strongest after killing Piccolo. You forgot that there's always someone better. Your power alone isn't enough. Yeah, I'm sorry. Leave. Go home. I can't. I have to resurrect my friends, quickly. I won't move from here until I see Kami-sama. Can I use this place? Why? I want to train. Train? That's useless. But do as you wish. Thanks. He's cool. (laughs) Mr. Popo's a really nice guy. He's just being a dick to Goku, so that Goku stops being full of himself. (laughs) Yeah, which, fair. Goku needed that, and... Mr. Popo just seems super nice. He's, yeah. He's Goku responds very well to being shown up, unlike some other characters. And that's <laughs> kind of, like, what makes Goku so great, because, like, he wants to be the strongest in the universe, but he he is excited by the fact that there is always somebody better than him. Mm-hmm. Whereas other characters get frustrated by that, and that's kind of their downfall. Vegeta. Yeah, Vegeta. I'm talking about fucking Vegeta. We'll get th- we'll get yeah, we there don't someday. Have to subtweet Vegeta. <laughs> I love subtweeting Vegeta though. It yeah. would probably make him so mad if Vegeta was on Twitter.com and people oh, were subtweeting him. <laughs> he Can would show up Im- to their house and destroy them. <laughs> Can you imagine how mad Vegeta would be? Can you imagine online? Vegeta busting down your door, charging up one of his moves and just saying, At me next time, bitch blows you up. <laughs> Like, literally the last scene of Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, but with Vegeta. (laughs) just has a printout of your tweets. Did you say, this guy looks fucking weak, I bet I could kick his ass on Twitter.com? Uh, yeah. Anyway. This is nuts. I've never seen someone as strong as him. <laughs> and Goku just does laps around yeah, the lookout for a while. Yeah, he just runs very fast. <sighs> Weird. This is tiring. My head's spinning. Oxygen is scarce here. We're very scarce? high up. Scarce? 
Oxygen is scarce here. We're very high up. Very scarce for a human. Especially for you, who makes a lot of movements. That said, it's important, even on Earth. Oh, yeah? Stay as calm as the sky and move faster than lightning. Calm as the sky, faster than lightning. It's not easy. Watch. First, empty your soul. Incredible. That calm. I can't sense you at all. <laughs> Goku just mimics Mr. Popo's yeah, face. This is always a good bit in a manga where, like, one character just does the, the same drawn face as yeah. another. Like this? You're... What is that word supposed to be? You're um, just you're just not thinking of anything. Clearing your soul is different. That's hard. And you must move faster than lightning. Boom. Huh? When did you move behind me? I didn't see anything. <laughs> I see all as well. You scratched yourself with your right hand. Ah! How did you know? Do you have eyes in the back of your head? No. You can't see my movements because you're only looking with your eyes. You need to sharpen your spirit and feel the slightest movements in the atmosphere. Sense is important. Incredible. You're great, Mr. Popo. No wonder you won. <laughs> Kami-sama gave me a lot of lessons. <laughs> you mean he's stronger than you? Of course. A thousand times stronger. What? Surprised? Yeah, but I'm excited. It's great knowing someone like you. <laughs> Thanks for the compliment. But if you're so strong, why didn't you fight Piccolo? Goku speaking for the audience. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like Toriyama had to write. Toriyama had to write that in because he, he. Can you imagine, like, I guess letters to the editor back then, like weird oh, nerds. No. <laughs> <sighs> we have our reasons. So now, what are you going to do? Are you still going to try to beat me? I don't know how many years it'll take you. Maybe you'll never make it. I'll make it. I don't... I have to. I don't have a choice. Uh, what is... What does Kami sound like? Um, just do, just do the Piccolo voice, but old. <laughs> I guess that that's kind of spoils the reveal here, but it's yeah. whatever. <laughs> you please me. Is that? Yes, it's God. I'll see you right away. Really? Woohoo! You are quite lucky. Follow me. Thank you, Kami-sama. Wait here. Okay. <laughs> my heart's beating out of my chest. And we see the nailed hand of another Piccolo. Yep, the spitting image of old King Piccolo. Piccolo! Bastard! You're still alive! Oh, uh, hey! And this, <laughs> this guy, Kami, uh, just flicks Goku into next week. Ah! Calm down. That's not Piccolo, despite his appearance. Huh? Corin didn't tell you anything? How like him. I'm, I'm trying out some different stuff. We'll see. <laughs> You'll see how it goes. Yeah. A long time ago, Piccolo and I were one person. An expert in martial arts. 
One day, I came to see Kami-sama, like you. Unfortunately, Kami-sama was dying. I wanted to succeed him, but he wouldn't allow it. I thought that I alone was deserving, but there was deep evil within my heart. God knew it. After its extensive training, I was able to expel it. That evil was Piccolo. I took Kami-sama's place, but Piccolo ran off. I'm truly sorry. You beat Piccolo, the evil. I will reward you. That's nice! I'll grant your wish if you return to train here. With pleasure! I was gonna ask you that! Good. I know your wish. I cannot bring back the dead, but I can resurrect Shenron. Shenron. I was trying to do two words at once there. <laughs> you can ask him. Th thank you! Normally, I don't grant wishes. I'll do it for you exceptionally. This will be the last time. You can't depend on me. You need to figure out how to safeguard the world yourself. If there is an emergency, you have the Dragon Balls. I'll resurrect Shenron right away. The Dragon Balls will be reactivated. Thanks! You imagine God is just like, I'm gonna do this crazy, incredible shit for you just because you did such a good job. And he's just like, thanks. Thanks, <laughs> thanks God. I appreciate anyway, it. Chapter 165. <laughs> Shenron is revived. Uh, we get a really good color thing here. Oh, yeah. So, anyway, here's... I guess this also kind of spoils the time skip that's about to happen. <laughs> oh. That, is this Teenage Goku? Or is yeah. this Middle yeah. Goku? Teenage Goku, yeah. Um, and awkward teenage uh, Piccolo Jr. All <laughs> <laughs> resurrect Shenron. Popo, bring him here. Okay. Here. <laughs> yeah, oh so Shenron is actually a statue. <laughs> uh. Again, I am sure there is some kind of mythology that this comes from. I have no idea. Uh, I am obviously not versed in ancient Chinese myths, yeah. but I'm sure this has some kind of backing. Mm -hmm. Oh, he's pretty damaged. Can you repair him, Popo? Yes, easily. Notice that Mr. Popo has tweezers and super glue. Dragon God. Ball is still a comedy manga at heart. Yep, Toriyama... No, Dragon Ball changes so much, but Toriyama will never let you forget that it was supposed to be a comedy manga originally, mm -hmm. and he got ed he got editored into making a superhero manga. <laughs> but he, will, he, ne he never lets you forget that this is stupid. <laughs> I forgot my tractor. <laughs> <laughs> That's Shenron? First I build things. Then Kami-sama gives them life. To tell you the truth, I didn't plan on repairing Shenron. I created the Dragon Balls to give courage and hope to the people of Earth. They misused them, however. They only wanted their own personal gains. Except you. I've thought thought about it, and I've decided to resurrect Shenron for people like you. Mr. Popo, uh, lets the glue finish curing. <laughs> there we go. Stand back. Concentrates really hard. Beam from his finger, from, uh, Kami's finger. Zap. 
Shenron floats back up into the air. He left! He went towards the Dragon Balls. Normally, they become ordinary stones for a year. This time, however, you'll get your wish right away. Really? Can I go see my friends that were brought back? You promised to train here. That's true. Stay here for three years. You can see your friends at the next Budokai. <laughs> Coming soon to Weekly Shonen Jump. <laughs> Ooh, on the nose. Huh? What? Piccolo will be there too. To kill you. Piccolo? What are you talking about? I killed him. Unfortunately, he's alive. He spat out a double before he exploded. Now, he's training to kill you and take over the world. But You're safe here. You'll train for three years before you beat him once and for all. Mr. Popo and I have our reasons not to fight. Are, are those real reasons? Yeah, and, and they don't, they, the Kami doesn't stick to them, as we'll, as we'll see. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Only you can kill him and instill peace again. Understand. I mean, basically the reasons are that God isn't supposed to interfere with mortal bullshit, but he, oh. he eventually makes an exception because, you know, Piccolo is kind of his problem. <laughs> yeah, Piccolo is like, he's a little responsible. Yeah. I get it. Kill him, please. Okay, I'll do it. I'll start training right away. <laughs> but but first I need to pee. Where's the toilets, please? Uh. <laughs> God collapses. <laughs> There's door to your left. Hurry, hurry! Kami-sama, Piccolo and you were one person. If Piccolo gets killed, you'll die too. This is bad. There's no other way. It's my fault anyways. I must take responsibility. Kami-sama cannot commit suicide. I've been waiting for someone like Goku. I'm sure that Son Goku will succeed. That's what I'm afraid of. Oh, Shenron's above uh, Kame House. Yep. Kame House. Turtle House. Oh, oh. Th the, the peanut what? gallery's here. Yep. It, it's him! He's here! In incredible. I knew it when I saw the balls glowing. You weren't dead, Shenron. Son Goku asked Kami-sama to revive me, so here I am. Son Goku? Kami-sama? Huh? Goku is training at the sanctuary for the next Tenkaichi Budokai. You can ask him the details then. The sanctuary? I'll grant your wish. I know what it is you want. Me to resurrect your friends that were killed by Piccolo, right? And they and open the special design capsule coffins. Capsule <laughs> brand coffins. Um... And they're alive again, and everyone's super stoked on it. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, everybody. Yeah. Uh, Nam oh, is back. Wow. What's his name is back. King yeah, Choppa. Everybody, yeah, yeah, everybody's back. And then the Dragon Ball split off and zoom away. Oh, yeah, Krillin. Forgot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too cool. That's Goku, all right. He killed Piccolo? But where is Goku? I don't know exactly. Chenron said he was training in the sanctuary. The sanctuary? You, you know, know it? it? That's incredible. Then again, with Goku, anything is possible. I'm not sure, but 
If he's really over there, his trainer is God. God? Now that do you I... want me to do TN for you? Or do yeah, you do, yeah, yeah, do TN. I got, yeah. Now that I think about it, I heard Kami-sama. Goku is being trained by God? No kidding, there's no way. <laughs> Goku, he's amazing. I would have never imagined he had such potential. Strength-wise, I'm far inferior to him. What? Power will he have? I feel like he's becoming very distant from us. God, eh? Alright, I'll train myself more than him, and I'll win the next Budokai. Me too! Yeah, me too! Well, good luck. Fucking... <laughs> 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 How does anyone know what those uh, bubbles who's talking? Uh, it, I mean, I guess if you're just reading this, it really doesn't matter. It only yeah. matters because we're doing a fucking audiobook for some reason. Yeah, we're doing <laughs> audiobook manga. It doesn't make any sense. No, it's it's fine. We we're we're living our uh, dream question mark. <clears throat> All right, back to the sanctuary. Huh? I just stay like this. Don't move. First, we must train your key. Training montage. Hmm. Ah, Thank you, Goku. We'll be waiting at the Budokai. All mm. right. Time for time skip. The yeah, first let's... of several. Yeah, let's do let's do the time skip chapter. And then mm-hmm. we'll, uh, it's a good place to we still got We still got some time. We'll see what we can do. Yeah. We'll... 166. Everyone's reunion. So they say that. Really? <laughs> Here's Roshi and lunch. Yeah, good lunch. Mm. Our friends didn't arrive yet. Hey, we've done this scene before. <laughs> <laughs> it's just raining this time. Damn, mm-hmm. Bulma got a glow up. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Bulma steps out of a cab. Oh, it's been a while. It's you, Bulma. The others aren't here yet? I'm glad that Oolong... What is Oolong to these people? Like, what the fuck? Oolong's a demon that Bulma, like, blackmailed into helping her so he wouldn't shit himself to death. Is he her attache? Like... I mean, I I don't know, man. Like, Launch, like, is basically Roshi's, like, live-in cook. Yeah, I, I, they're, like... they're all they're all just a bunch of codependent <laughs> freaks anyway. So like, <laughs> Roshi wanted a bang made so bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. Basically, that that's that's really where we're at. Again, oh. Toriyama never lets you forget that this is very stupid. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's amazing. She's even sexier than before. Hey, squeeze your own ass, old geezer. <laughs> Bulma's still Bulma. But she didn't change. You either. By the way, where's Yamcha? You didn't come with him? He left, uh, I don't know where. To train. Leaving me. Is this the first, uh, split? Yeah, this the- is the, the split, yep. Yeah, this is the split. <laughs> Ho ho ho! Yamcha, Krillin also left the train. They were really influenced by Goku. Hello! One of your friends? No. 
Master Roshi, I'm happy that you're okay. The rest of you also look healthy. I... Oh, this is Goku. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's Goku. <laughs> it, oh. And you know what? It's crazy how much of a controversy this was when this happened. Like, really? aging up Goku. Because, like, the reason Toriyama decided to, to age up the cast in the first place is that he said he had a hard time drawing compelling fights with these bunch of stumpy weirdos. Yeah, so these, he, these little guys. When it was pretty much decided that the manga was going to pivot really hard, he decided to age everybody up. And it was kind of controversial at the time because, you know, a magazine for young boys having an older cast was kind yeah. of weird. It, yeah. It's cool. It's a great design. I've never... Why is this not... Is this a figure? I think there's some of those, like, Ben Presto figures exist in this. And this, uh, okay. this, like, outfit never really comes back. I mean, I think he just has it because he's been living with Mr. Popo for oh, okay. three years. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> Where's Krillin and Yamcha and Tien? Already inside, maybe? It's... You are... Goku? No way! What? What's wrong? Of course it's me. Ah, cool! Rain-stopping! It's not true! You really are, Goku! What's wrong? Is it because of this? I'll take uh, it off! Look! <laughs> There's the Goku hair. He was wearing a turban. So? It's really me! Hey! By the way, did you guys shrink? It's you who got taller. Oh yeah! Maybe I, I did get taller. <laughs> Bulma, your lips are red. Are you sick? <laughs> it's lipstick! <laughs> I, I don't believe it. I must be dreaming. Okay, now look at these oh fucking goons, God. dude. Look at these guys. What the fuck? <laughs> Alright, breaking it down. Why is Yamcha wearing like one eighth of a football gear? <laughs> like he's got he's got pauldrons on and mm-hmm. a raincoat. Um Krillin, honestly. Krillin's looking pretty something here. He gained a couple inches. <laughs> he gained a couple inches. He's wearing what would be like a vest on a normal person, and he's kind of turned it into like a big shirt. I would like love a- to know at what point Toriyama decided that Krillin was going to have stunted growth for some reason. <laughs> Someone needed to. Well, like, Chaozu was already the smallest, so like, mm. might as well be Krillin. I mean, I guess it's good for when you have a big cast to have like extremely identifiable silhouettes yeah that's like the most important thing right yeah you got like like you gotta just like know them by sight if you have the how many like speaking roles do we got here like 15 so far Mm -hmm. yo Yo we ran into each other on the way here how do you do master tien looking fresh in uh in a straw hat Hey, say something. It's because we changed, right? Look, Master, I'm taller now, right? <laughs> <laughs> You're looking fine, Krillin. Huh? There, what? we're all we're all here. Go- K- Goku? You're Goku? Yeah. Oh, Goku, I missed you so much. I wanted to thank you. Th- th- that's Goku? Seems so. Um, uh, what's this sound effect that's like schloff schloff? <laughs> I guess it's the palm tree. Oh, uh, I guess that is what a palm tree sounds like. Schlaf, schlaf. Eh. 
Your attention, please. All fighters who entered the tournament enter the stadium. The elimination rounds will start in a few moments. It's starting. Master Roshi, do you have our suits? No. You are independent fighters now. No need to wear my colors. Go on. Do your best. Yes! Aw, that was cute. Passing of the torch. Mm-hmm. Master Roshi, will you participate this year? No, I can't fight you anymore. To think he was only a little boy. He's not so bad looking now. Fucking Bulma. Pervert. <laughs> Ca- hey. Hot calling the kettle black. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's what I was saying about them all being codependent freaks. They're all the same. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're just shaped differently. Mm-hmm. Hey, Goku, how was God's training? Ah, yeah, deadly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, is this just, like, chatter in the, the preliminary rounds? Yeah. So, so then I told him, you really are a bitch. <laughs> and he didn't do anything with a wuss. I hope I make it to the finals this year. Look, <laughs> I knew that Sensei wouldn't bring us clothes this year, so I asked for one to be made for me. We all think alike. This is the, the classic of the uniforms. Mm-hmm. Damn, and I thought I'd be original. Huh, Goku, you lost your tail? Ah, yeah, God removed it for me. He said he wanted the moon back. I didn't understand. <laughs> he also said... <laughs> Can you imagine? That, like, you're talking to God, and God is like, did you realize somebody blew up the fucking moon? Because you're a weird monkey alien. You know that's a problem, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. Okay. The moon is later seen in Dragon Ball Z, indicating that it has indeed been restored. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I'm pretty sure Piccolo destroys it again not too long from now for another reason unrelated oh, to Goku. <laughs> yeah, here's Piccolo seemingly destroys the moon. <laughs> again. <laughs> Anyway, he said he wanted the moon back. I didn't understand. He also said that my tail was limiting my progress. Hmm. Sorry, I I clicked on the rabbit mob link and I was about to go down a hole. <laughs> Goku senses something. Mm-hmm. What's wrong, Goku? Something's going on. And oh, there he is. Hell yeah. And he, this is the Piccolo that we all know and love. Big old Big Green in the big flesh. Big Green. Looking like a <laughs> weird elf. Yep. <laughs> he gets a little bulkier yeah. and his ears get a little bit smaller. <laughs> I mean, it's mostly just because his turban is fucking huge. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of overshadowing his head. Yep. What a morbid gaze. You know him, Goku? Him. No. Impossible. So you decided to show up, Piccolo. Oh. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. I guess we're right about coming up on the hours, so that's a pretty good place to leave it. Yeah. Like, so <laughs> we got the Budokai next week, and I'm really excited. Yeah, so to put it bluntly... The upcoming fight, I mean, I don't, this isn't a spoiler. It's obviously going to happen. The upcoming fight between Piccolo and Goku is maybe my favorite fight in the entire series. So I'm really, really excited to read through it. It is 
amazing. Mostly just because it's the first fight with the new character designs, which mm-hmm. is which is good. Also, it's like the t- kind of the turning point where a Dragon Ball moves away from the more like hardcore martial arts and goes more into just like you know sci-fi. punch punch laser beam sci-fi shit which is good in its own way of course but mm-hmm. th- this really does feel like a turning point for the whole manga so it's really really cool to see because it's a very physical fight which doesn't really mm-hmm. happen too often in the future oh cool yeah so look forward to that and we also get another really big character introduction in the next chapter I Wait, mean, not really? introduction. We've met her before. Uh, you probably won't recognize her, though. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it, you know, cultural osmosis. You'll recognize oh, her, but... Oh, yeah. uh, fucking... Uh, Chi-Chi. Yeah, Chi-Chi. Thank you. I was we like, Gyumao's daughter? Uh, yeah. Goku's we haven't wife. seen her in a while. <laughs> we haven't seen her in, like, maybe 150 chapters, so... Yeah, well, uh, when was the last... Yeah, it's been since early Dragon Ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, Toriyama was like, yeah, remember that whole thing about how Chi-Chi said that Goku has to promise to marry her? Well, it's she didn't forget. She didn't forget. <laughs> All right, like so half a decade ago. Yep. Yeah, Goku can't remember what he had for breakfast, so oh, you, no. you can imagine the hijinks that will ensue. So Jeez. anyway... Uh, yeah, we'll we'll get more of this next week. I'm really looking forward to it. And thanks for joining us for another episode of What a Beautiful Podcast. Jack, do your thing. Thanks, Andy. Thank you, everybody, for listening. As always, you can find us on Twitter at JoJo underscore cast. Uh, we got links to our SoundCloud where Andy gives us great, great images every week of the episodes. Um, you can find our RSS feed, our Spotify link. Listen, comment. Tell us what you think. Rate us five stars, please. Like, we've been here a while. We've we staked out our claim. Is the claim, like, useful in any way? No, but we're here, and it's ours. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's it. Thank you, everybody. Okay. We'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. Take care. Bye. Bye.